Well, hello everybody, Tamara here, your host and creator of the Everyday Innovator Method, which includes an innovation personality assessment, an online toolbox, and certification for those who are ready to train, lead, and coach innovation. Let it ripple out from them, create a culture of innovation around them, help their clients go further faster, all that good stuff. And also, to no surprise, a lover of sticky notes. I just don't know how the world operated without sticky notes to write stuff down on. If you saw my desk, you'd see it's covered in sticky notes with different colors and organized by topics and to-dos. Oh, it's not one of my favorite things. But that's not what today's podcast is about. Today's podcast is about thinking sideways and about how we as humans have this nature when things are hard, when things get complicated, when, when things start to get frustrating to double down on what we've always done and how that doesn't work. One of the things that I've learned in my many years on this earth, whether that's in businesses that I've launched, problems I've been trying to solve, conversations that I've had with other people that where we keep hitting roadblocks, is that doing the same thing we've always done doesn't work. Have you had that frustration where you keep running up against that brick wall and you just can't get over it? And so what do you do? This is often actually what happens. This is, this is as humans, how we operate. Let's say you've got a brick wall and that brick wall represents your obstacle or even your opportunity. And so you take a, a you back up a little bit, you run and you jump and you don't get over the brick wall. You don't solve it. You don't get the win. You don't get the success. You don't get the opportunity. You don't create a, a solution for it. So what do you do? Well, normally what we do is we think, whoo, I got to run faster. So we back up even further. We pump our arms and we run even harder towards that brick wall, hoping that it'll make us jump high enough to get over. But what happens? Yeah, we jump a little bit higher up, but then we just scrape ourselves on the way down, leaving, our, leaving us bruised and no further than when we started. So we back up and run even harder and then even harder and we get nowhere. What I have found is that the key to getting out of those situations when you feel stuck or when you feel like you've got something in front of you that's not allowing you to move forward isn't actually to do what we've always done and to double down. It's actually to think sideways and to look at our obstacle, our opportunity, our conversation, our relationship, our challenge a little bit differently. When I was a kid, I loved body surfing, loved it. So we'd go to Acapulco or Puerto Vallarta on vacation every year. And every year, the first thing I do is get on my swimsuit and run out to the ocean and jump in and swim out and ride those waves in. I could do that as a kid for hours. I absolutely loved it. Have you ever done that? It's so much fun. So you kind of go out a little bit to where the swells are, right? And then you kind of, as you see it coming, you swim and you swim and you hope to catch it and ride the wave all the way to shore. One time, when I was about 12, I'm doing exactly that. And I am having a blast. And I'm riding each wave into the beach, laughing and giggling all the way, and then swimming back out and doing it again. Well, one time I see this huge swell coming towards me. So I get all excited. So I start to swim. And I'm swimming and I catch the wave and it is so much fun and it's pushing me into shore and I'm enjoying it. And then all of a sudden I realize something. 
I realize that I am not in control of the situation anymore. My paddling is irrelevant because the wave has pushed me all the way to the top of the crescent and it actually has control of me. How many of you have felt that way in life where it's like life, work, the situation itself has control of you instead of the other way around. So I'm at the top of this wave and it's, it's pushing me into shore and it takes me all the way to the beach, crashes me down onto the shore. But instead of getting up, I'm unable to, I'm getting pulled back to the sea, pulled back into the ocean. And I'm scraping the sand, trying to hold on for dear life. I've got that kind of foamy bubbles in my eyes, so I can't see anything. I'm being tossed all around and I'm being scraped along the sand on the bottom of the water. And before I know it, I'm pushed out to sea. I'm stuck in a riptide. That riptide to me represents the situations that we often find ourselves in. It's this like narrow lane of stuck that we can't seem to get out of no matter what we do. So what did I do in that moment? I doubled down. I swam harder. I was kicking my legs as fast as I possibly could. And I was flailing my arms everywhere. I just thought if I could just swim hard enough, I'll get back to shore safely. How many of you have been in that situation where work is overwhelming, life is overwhelming, the situation is challenging, you've got that problem in front of you that you can't solve. So what do you do? You double down, you work harder, you stay longer hours. You have the same conversation over and over again, thinking if I just keep at it, right, I'll get my point across. I'll keep tackling that problem in the exact same way, but with more effort. It's like we're white knuckling our way through. But what happens? We're usually not much. Usually we're still barely keeping our head above water. If and, like was happening to me in the riptide, it often takes us further away from shore, further away from our goals, from what we're trying to accomplish. So as I'm out there paddling and flailing my arms and kicking my legs and I'm getting out of breath and I'm starting to get exhausted and I'm getting, not only am I getting nowhere, but I'm going further out to sea. The shore is getting further and further away. And I can see the people standing up now watching what's happening. And someone from the shore starts to yell at me and I actually hear him. And he yells, swim sideways. And somehow I heard him. And against all my intuition, against all my human nature of wanting to just keep working harder and harder and harder, I did what he said. I stopped working so hard. I turned the position of my body and I swimmed sideways. And within minutes, I was out of the riptide and back on the shore safely. That is life. That is the situations that we deal with, the people that we deal with, the problems that we face, those brick walls that I mentioned, those opportunities we want to go after, all those places that we're not getting the momentum and the traction that we desire and that we deserve. In those situations, that's where we have to get out of that riptide, stop white knuckling it and doubling down on what's not working or not getting us fast enough to where we want to be. And we've got to start to innovate and we've got to start to think sideways. Don't let yourself get stuck in the riptide of life. You don't have to be there. That's the beauty of it. But it is human nature, isn't it? It is absolutely our human nature to double down on what we're already doing. If we just put a little more effort into it, it'll work. 
But what I found is that's not the case. In fact, the opposite, it just makes it harder to get to your goals or achieve your objectives. It's that little shift that ends up making all the difference. It's that tiny adjustment in how you do something that actually gets you to your goals. You know, for the everyday innovators out there listening who are tweakers and inquisitives, you are naturally very good at this because tweakers all about optimizing and editing. Innovation is, is just one little adjustment away. And inquisitive is all about challenging assumptions, how things are supposed to be done. So you're really open and looking for that way to do them differently. But for all of us everyday innovators, whether you're a risk taker, experiential, an instinctual, fluid, an imaginative, futuristic, a collaborative, inquisitive, whatever you are, the key is to think sideways and to innovate. That's how you get out of that riptide. Here's my piece of advice for all everyday innovators. If you're facing that challenge or that opportunity, that situation, that person that you just can't seem to move, the one that puts you in this riptide, I want you to stop, take a deep breath, and first of all, assess, is this working? Is what I'm doing working? The answer is probably no. And maybe there are some things you could pull out there that are working, but really the answer is probably no. So the next question to ask yourself is, if I did this just 2% differently, what would I do? Just 2%, just a tiny little shift is going to change your trajectory and get you out of that riptide. If I couldn't do it the way I'm doing it right now, what would I do? If I couldn't, you know, make the argument, try to convince the person on the other side of the table the way I am right now, how would I make that argument? If I couldn't manage my schedule the way I am right now, what would I do differently? How would I do it? We just got to shake up our thinking a little bit to find that sideways thinking that's going to get us out of the riptide. That's all. Sometimes I think that the riptides are there to push us into change because there's only so much flailing of our arms and our legs that we can do before we start to get exhausted, before we start to slow down, before we start to accept just floating away, away from our goals. So I like to think of the riptides as maybe not a blessing, but in some ways a positive thing because they force me to think sideways. They force me into change. Now, I encourage you to think sideways all the time and to try to not get stuck in those riptides. But when you do, think of them as a catalyst for change because there's only so long that you can stay in that riptide before you burn out, before you stress out, before you're so exhausted, before you start to give up. And none of us want to be in that place. I know that. If you wanted to be there, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So what do you say that we get out of the riptides that we're in, see them as a catalyst for change, and ask ourselves those questions I mentioned before. How could I do this 2% differently? If I couldn't do it the way I'm doing now, how would I do it? If you have access to our online toolbox, there's also a wealth of brainstorming activities that are perfect for thinking sideways because they'll force you to think a little bit differently than where you are now. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not body surf anymore. After that experience of almost drowning, I definitely have a little bit of the fear of the ocean. So I still get in, but not the way I used to when I was a kid. But what a valuable lesson about being stuck in the riptides of life. I've taken that with me every single day of my life. And I don't know how I heard that guy on the beach yelling at me, but man, that one little change that was so against my my nature, like I wanted to just work harder. It's just it feels right. That one little change though made all the difference. If I sound a little bit passionate about this one, it's because I really am. 
I know that one little shift can make all the difference in our worlds. It really can. One little change in how you do things, one little adjustment to how you approach something, one little change in the perspective, your vantage point when you're looking at your problems and your opportunities will allow you to get over them and go after them. You just got to think sideways. That's all. Tamara out.